Investment Group in a month. The Money Show. The Markets. To Arthur Karras this evening. He is on the line to us from Cape Town. Yeah, 67,000 on the all-share index, an entirely appropriate Mandela Day total on which to end, Arthur. But what an astonishing, astonishing performance by shares on the JSE. Very few lost any value at all. Very much a risk on day in the markets today, Bruce. Um, on the back of um, kind of softening expectations for uh, for the U.S. rate hike cycle and also some stimulatory talk from the authorities in China who tried to forestall a, a mortgage and property crisis there um, gave a big boost to especially the mining companies, but really anything that looks, that, that looks cyclical and depends on a strong economy um, for its fortunes. Uh, it is worth bearing in mind that the mining companies have had a torrid time of late, so down something like uh, into the 30% over the last three months. Very, very oversold. So a little bit of good news gave a a really, you know, highly leveraged outcome for those stocks today. I was looking at my quarterly retirement annuity statement that came from my service provider today and suddenly... It hit home with a bump as to it really does hurt more when it's when it's personal. Um, and yes, the pullback over the three months from what April, May and June was massively significant in the quantum of declines in the value of investment portfolios. I think that we've gotten off relatively lightly in South Africa as far as the stock market is concerned. We were, we were looking positive for quite a period of time when global markets were in fact negative. Um, but I think the, the, the concern about a global recession caught up um, and then came back to hurt our cyclical stocks with, with quite a bit of vengeance. So, so uh, you know, if you, if you believe those old market adages, the kind of sudden may and go away, that definitely came through in a strong way. So anybody who's looking at the, the end of June um, quarterly statement, and a, a good point there, look at it, but don't look at it every day. I think every quarter is, is more than often enough. Uh, to get a sense of what's going on. I think that you would have seen the impact of that coming through and, uh, and, and definitely the positive picture that you're at the end of the first quarter overwhelmed by global concerns about the session um, weighing down it, uh, on stock markets around the world. You did suggest in your first comment to us this evening that expectations of a U.S. rate hike are softening. Did I hear you right? Yes. What we're talking about here is that people are looking further out and saying, you know, what is the outlook like for inflation? How much have we already seen of, um, of the rate hike cycle? Because we're not expecting rates to, to hike for years and years. We're saying there's going to be a cycle here. The Federal Reserve is going to raise rates to try and keep inflation under control. That's the, that's the only reason that they're doing it, trying to normalize interest rates there. Once they see that as happening, then, then we're going to see the top of the cycle. And then after that, people will get more positive. Um, but the, the, the concern has been with this very, very strong inflation numbers. I'm just reminding everybody that last week the U.S. 9.1. Nine, 9.1. We're expecting, I think, something around the, the order of a 7. But 9.1. And a 7 for us is, oh, haven't been there, you know, quite used to that. A 9 for the U.S. is is like completely out of the realms of what anybody who's, you know, has dealt with for, for many, many decades. So it's a huge number for them. And I think that has spurred concerns about a very, very sharp rate hike cycle. Those are the kind of 100 basis points, 75 basis points that we've seen and people are expecting. That's, uh, that's quite a shock to that system. So people are now saying that cycle 
could very well be like easing a little bit. It, 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 we might have seen a lot of the rate hike expectations being priced into asset classes. So even if the rate hikes still come, everybody's already discounted those um, into their investments. And if that's the case, then we can kind of ease up a bit and, and look forward a bit to a slightly easier point. But I would I would caution that uh, that uh, that a large part of today's move is probably very much just a response to the negative price moves that we've seen recently. People yeah. think, okay, that's a lot. Uh, now we can take our foot off the gas a bit in terms of selling these assets. And also one of the, one of the counter indicators in the United States, yes, inflation's at 9.1%, but they're still sitting at practically full employment and wage rates are going up. Um, and, you know, that is another part of this thing which is not typical of heading into a brick wall. Very much so, and that applies not the unemployment part, but certainly the, the state of the consumer um, in, in South Africa as well as in America is definitely, uh, you know, consumers are in a strong position heading into this downturn. So people are not terrified about what's going to happen in, in consumers. But I would also just caution one point about the U.S. unemployment numbers, that the Americans are smart. So they, they do not report a large number of people that haven't, have stopped looking for a job or have gotten disheartened. So there's, there are potentially people out there in America who would like a job but are not looking for it. Um, and a lot of people stopped working during COVID or took a bit of a long holiday or a sabbatical. And there are some concerns that that number could shift quite rapidly um, if we do now see people starting to look concentrated and immediately causing um, a, a consumer crisis. As a looming bid. Uh, for MTN, they've disclosed they're in talks. Um, they seem keen to talk. I wonder how you see the die falling on this one. So there's a, there's a few things to consider. The one is that Telcom and MTN already have a relationship um, in terms of the of, of roaming. So there's a really relationship there. Telcom has got some attractive assets and some unattractive assets. So you could make a case to say that the um, the fiber business in Telcom is worth between 15 and 20 billion. The market cap of Telcom today, after the very strong jump on Friday, is about $20 billion. So if you could buy the whole of Telcom today, you're not paying for the mobile business. You're not paying for the BCX um, uh, IT business that sits in there. You're definitely not paying for the old copper fixed line business. So you're just buying the fiber if you're paying, paying for it, paying, buying it today. Um, and the fiber business is attractive. So we've, we've seen um, Vodacom do a deal with CIVH, the partly Rimgo-owned fiber business that sits in that, to say we need fiber to be part of our offering going forward. So this is MTN kind of saying, well, we want to do the same thing. We also want to jump into this fiber game, um, and here sits Telcom with potentially undervalued fiber business. So that's very much what they're doing on that score. Uh, the questions that everyone is saying is, will the government allow this? Because the government is a controlling shareholder in Telcom. They've got a golden share there, so they could stop anything that they don't like. I'd be very, very surprised if MTN hasn't felt out things in that direction and gotten some kind of indication that that, uh, that is possible. The next hurdle to get through then would be the um, would be the, the competition commission that they would need to, to navigate. And I'm sure that they would have looked at all of the, the parameters um, and hoping that you can get it past the government and past the competition authorities.
Arthur Karras, thank you. Portfolio Manager at Macro Solutions at the Old Mutual Investment Group, thank you. Also today, uh, Bounce for Richemont. It came out with very, very good results, much better than expected results on Friday. That was a positive day as well. And, of course, the other big thing that's going to drive sentiment, certainly in South Africa this week, just how hard does our Reserve Bank go in terms of interest rates, our inflation rate not nearly as high as many other parts of the more developed world of the United States, the United Kingdom, parts of Europe. But our inflation rate is still at 6.5%. It's outside of the target range. Do they go 25? No. 50? Probably. 75 basis points? Not likely. 50. That's my bet. You may have a bet too. Share it. Just gone half past six.